0: So my answer is the answer the Bible gives, and that is to give thanks. Like this is being in thanks for the truth. Like this is just being speaking truth over your life.
1: Welcome to the newly podcast with mish and
0: Sav, where we discuss topics from the old way of the flesh versus the new way of the spirit.
1: Today, we are talking about grief and suffering. Yes. Because we got an email, two emails to request these two topics, and they kind of go together. Yeah. So, we're going to combine them.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Which, if you guys have any requests or questions, email us at newlymissionsav at gmail.com. Yes. Let's, let's do it. Yep. So, take it away.
0: <laughs> have you, have <laughs> you suffered? Have you grieved?
1: Uh, a little, I suppose your story before i got pregnant with lila i was pregnant before that and we had a miscarriage and so we had told the whole family and our friends and it was all excited and all of that and then i was at work at chick-fil-a and i miscarried at work which was Mm -hmm. super traumatic like went to the hospital crying uh like you know believing for healing praying for healing and that not happening Mm mm-hmm I never cre- questioned God's goodness in it, though. Yeah. Like, I knew that God did not do this to me. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: And that he was weeping with me. Mm. So, like, I never questioned anything. And, like, as far as, like, oh, well, why didn't it happen or whatever, like, I had been listening to Dan Muller before that. Which praise God. Good, yeah. And, like, he's so good at explaining, like, we don't question God. Like that's to put god on the judgment seat and then we judge him guilty Mm. you know like you didn't do what you didn't come through the way i wanted you to or whatever and like that's just not it (laughs) so like when something bad like that happens or if you have a quote unanswered prayer yeah or like whatever like all it all it means is like i just need a more revelation of you jesus three months later we got pregnant with our rainbow baby which was lila And I actually received a prophetic word from someone in, like, Nigeria. Or, like, across the world. Yeah, she emailed me. Um, Oh, I remember that. Yeah. uh, Because of YouTube, like, this is how she, like, (laughs) got in contact with me or whatever. It wasn't just, like, out of nowhere someone emailed (laughs) me. But still. And she said, like, that we would never miscarry again. And um, that we would get pregnant before the end of the year with our rainbow baby. And we literally had to have conceived... (laughs) Sorry, TMI, but, like, on New Year's Eve. Like, we got pregnant, like, at the very end of the year. Wow. And so exactly what she said came to pass. We've had two healthy babies since then, and now, like, going into future pregnancies or, like, in the future, like, I don't worry. I shouldn't worry anyway, but, like, I literally have that word. Like, this is never happening again. It's beautiful. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, what about
0: you? (laughs) Take it away. Welcome to my
1: world. Yeah.
0: I've watched someone suffer. Two people that I love, suffer. hmm
1: Um. I mean, you should probably just tell the story.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, um, in college, my grandma was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer.
1: Which this was the woman who took care of you your whole life. Yes,
0: my mother, basically. <clears throat>
1: yeah.
0: Like, she never told us what stage it was. She didn't even tell my grandfather what stage really? it was. Yeah. Until my grandpa went to the hospital one day and the doctor just so happened to say what stage she was in and I don't know like my grandparents have been old since I was born (laughs) um so it was just like really weird to watch the process happen from her being fine till the end Mm -hmm. and like watching that process happen over a course of several years obviously but Yeah, and it was just so... Honestly, at the time, it was traumatizing. Now I'm fine. During that whole stage, like, I actually did question God's goodness. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was at Target, and I called one of my friends, Mary Jo. And I was sobbing in the middle of the aisle of Target. Screaming. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like physical pain, I felt. And I was like, I don't understand. And I don't want to believe that he's good. Because, like, if God is good, how is my grandma literally at home in so much pain? Because I would hear her moaning and groaning every single night for, like, months. And, like, we would have to wake up in the middle of the night and, like, give her medicine to, like, stop the pain. And that was probably when I, like the hardest times of my entire life to like hear that constantly and like still wake up and you know, like we'll try this again. We're going to pray over her. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So that was probably really hard. And I, and at the time I just felt so young, <laughs> like, I was like I'm was too young to go through this. God, that's what I would say. And so, but that was near, near the end when she did pass. I think I went numb for a little bit. Like, I was kind of fine. All all my siblings had went back to work. But I was still at home. And I I knew that I was numb. Because, like, I didn't want to do anything. I would just sit on the couch. That's it. Not even move. I would just sit on the couch like this. (laughs) And my grandpa was like, are you going to go back to work? And I was like, I don't know. I honestly don't know how I got out of that cycle. I think I just... Did my every day. I When I went back to work. Like I just started reading my bible again. I started just praying again. Mm-hmm. I knew that God loved me. Mm-hmm. And I knew. That whatever comes from this. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. It will be good. You know. Yeah. I think that's just. What I was in. Like I just was fine. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Were you really fine?
0: Yeah. Like.
1: Okay. This was pre-freedom.
0: Yeah. So...
1: I mean, you still had a relationship with God and all of that. For sure. Not the quite the understanding and identity and all that.
0: Yeah. And I think the reason why, again, that I was, like, more okay to move on, it was because I still had my grandpa. So yeah. it was, like...
1: And maybe your comfort was in him.
0: My comfort mm-hmm. was in him. Rather still than- not good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but um, I was able to move... Not move on, but, you know, like... Find an okay reason
1: mm-hmm.
0: to be okay. And then in 2019, my grandpa, he always had congestive heart failure. And then his kidneys started to fail. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, we gonna, he's going to have to be put on dialysis or whatever. And I was like, his point of contact.
1: Yeah, that was so bad.
0: <laughs> terrible.
1: It should not have been you. should not have been me.
0: But it was me for a period of time. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And so... I was this point of contact, so like the doctors would like call me to make like these life-altering decisions. Yeah, and I was like, what I'm too young. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm a child. Yeah, no, not. But um, I started having to make decisions that like aged me, cause now now I felt like back then I honestly felt like I am old.
1: <laughs> like yeah.
0: I am doing things that like.
1: Yeah, most people our age do not have to do
0: no. Yeah, and so like I would have to like leave work to go make sure he's transferred to the right hospital
1: mm-hmm. or like
0: those type of decisions that you'll never think of. Like I had to make those decisions and like what medications he's on, so I knew each and every medication my grandpa was on, how many milligrams he was mm-hmm. on, because all that mattered and stuff like that. So it was just like crazy. And so there was a time where he was fine, and we got him transferred. To, like, come home and stuff like that. And then I started having to take care of him and become, like, his main caretaker. Um, And that was really hard. Yeah. That was probably even harder. This is my father. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm seeing him. What's the word?
1: Deteriorate?
0: Deteriorate.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And, like. And there were so many ups and downs
0: yeah and like praying for healing at the same time so yeah there was just a lot of things that are going through my brain i think i was just on like fight or flight mode so i watched him go down pretty quickly very quickly
1: so you were discovering freedom at the same time
0: yes i was and my god Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) it saved me
1: yeah
0: it it really did and like it makes me want to cry the gospel has to be enough (laughs) Mm mm-hmm because if it's not enough, it's just not enough. And I know what it's like to like not have it and to go through stuff, something so hard. Yeah. Yes, I was discovering freedom, and it taught me a lot. He was still alive when, when Jesus had set me free. I I started to see God as Father.
1: Had you not before? No. Really? No. He was just God? He was just God.
0: I guess I, I thought I did. Like, if you were to ask me back then, like, is God your father? I was like, yeah. Yeah. But not in this capacity. <clears throat> like,
1: yeah, not in the
0: capacity of which I see him now.
1: That's, like, everything with freedom. Like, yeah, we know what God says about yeah. us, but it's different to believe it. Yeah. Because, like, to actually believe that God was your father means that he was actually going to take care of you through your grandpa passing. Like, mm-hmm. he's actually going to father you now yeah. that your earthly father's gone. Mm -hmm. Like, he's going to provide for you, take care of you, like, and actually trusting that. Right. Like, fully. Rather than, like, just hoping. For sure. It's not like a hope, it's a knowing.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what was it you used to say?
0: I think I am well taken care of. I am well taken care of by my father in heaven. Mm -hmm. And I repeat that prior to my grandpa passing away. Man, is it so true. Mm-hmm. like man did i i walked into truth because you with that did, truth did
1: you believe it when you first started saying that? no yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> no um but i knew that i had a i knew that i needed to grab onto something mm-hmm. and i knew that statement was truth i had to hold on to some truth mm-hmm. and then i walked right into it yeah and it clicked that like it was actually my promise that I will be well taken care of by my father in heaven. It was my promise that he gave me. Yeah. Not only will I believe it, but I will actually see it come to pass. Mm-hmm. The day before he passed away, we, my family and I, we were all at the hospital. And because of COVID, like we all couldn't go at once, mm. which was awful, yeah. awful. We all had to go in one, one at a time. Mm-hmm. one a day he could only have one visitor a day and I never have went I never went because it was so hard because he was on the vent and he he just wasn't him mm-hmm. and so I went with my family to the hospital and I just sat on the ground and I'm like reading his bible and I turned to Romans he said in his bible God has made me blameless And I sobbed. (laughs) And he said, I was once dead, but now I'm made alive.
1: Yeah.
0: Right in his Bible, he wrote that in. I literally sobbed because I was like...
1: Didn't he write free from sin, too? Yeah,
0: that he was free from sin. That saying, and I was like, what
1: the heck? Yeah. And I was Like, Like, this is what I've just been discovering. Literally. And his Bible is marked up. Like, marked keep it up. in there.
0: Oh, yeah. It's just, like, pages mm-hmm. are falling out. So, like, this man.
1: Mm-hmm. And it, in his Bible.
0: and it was just, like, what I needed. It's just, like, confirmation.
1: Yeah. It was so sweet of God. Like, it was such yeah. a gift that he gave you to see that. Yeah. So that you know that your grandpa got it. Mm-hmm. like he saw his identity he knew who he was and now which was so gonna...
0: cool because I would show him Dan Muller videos yeah. while he was at home I was just like grandpa before I went to work I would play he's sitting in his hospital bed at home and I'm like you're gonna watch this first <laughs> and I didn't even get it at the time but like yeah. like I said before like I knew, you knew Dan Muller had something <laughs> yeah and it was so funny and then I'll come home like grandpa how was the video do you yeah. like him? And he was like, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It was just a beautiful thing that, to know that, you know, Grandpa was, he got it, man. Like, he understood, he understood that he was son.
1: And then he passed away the next
0: day? Yeah, then he passed away the next day. That's when wild. I got the call that my sister, when my sister called me with my grandma, I freaked. <laughs> I mean, really? I was at school and I was running up and down the hallway, like a little chicken with her head cut off. Yeah, literally like screaming. Wow. Screaming! I literally like it was like a, a little movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Get off of me!" Because like people are trying to touch me at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Get off of me!" And I just ran and I just drove home. To my grandpa, because I was mm-hmm. like, his world just flipped, mm-hmm. and he was just shaving.
1: <laughs> really.
0: <laughs> he was fine, yeah. And I just was like different reality yeah but that's besides the point but with grandpa when i got the call
1: did you know when she called you
0: you know what i think i did like deep down
1: i was like i feel like sometimes people know like this is the call
0: yeah when she called because in our family at the time we didn't call unless because we Mm. would freak out too (laughs) we limited calls between the family so when she called, I was like, "Yes," <laughs> and, and then she said,
1: "Grandpa, I pack.
0: Grandpa's gone," and I was like, "Okay," and I was fine.
1: Didn't you tell him to the night? Did you tell him like you're okay?
0: Yeah. Like that whole. Yeah. Before before we left, my whole family um we stood around him and we like told him.
1: It's really amazing how people hold on until mm-hmm. that. Until they get like permission from their family or they like get to say goodbye.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all, my uncle Keelan started it and then we kind of all just said, Grandpa, we're okay. We'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And the next day he passed.
1: And the fact that you even went to see him that day, like because you hadn't seen him in a long time.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And you saw the Bible, like the timing is just so wild. Crazy. Like how God took care of you. He was fathering you.
0: The whole time, man. It was it was just beautiful,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: I have nothing negative to say. It was just beautiful because all I see is him, like, like this level of comfort is insane. There's no way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, a few days later, yeah, because I texted you this in January, so it was a few days later, and I was reading First Thessalonians where it talked about um, being thankful in all circumstances, I remember that hitting me like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this, God's on to something with this one. And I just remembered, oh my gosh, I'm thankful.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I just started just giving thanks. There was nothing else. I didn't have to pray for anything, but it was just more so like, God, I just thank you for my grandpa. I mm-hmm. thank you for giving me such an amazing father.
1: Um, you just said something profound. You said I didn't have to pray for anything. Like again, another yeah. comment that like is only spoken in freedom. Yeah. Because before you're praying for everything. Yeah. Oh, God, give me this, that, the other. Help me. Take this away. Like make my circumstances better or whatever. Mm-mm. But you don't need anything. Mm-mm. So you're just thanking him for what you have. Yeah. Like that's living from abundance. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I just was thanking him for who he was to me, who God was to me. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. It's okay. Why are you crying? Because it's true. Oh, my God. It's just truth, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, he is who he says he is.
1: hmm
0: And he just doesn't write these things down for no reason. Yeah. Like, there's something to it, you know? There's something to giving thanks and being thankful. And there's a level of, it's just freedom to be able to, like, go through these things and to be thankful for who he is within it, even if... My circumstances never change, but it's, like, I have it. I have it all. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know how to describe it to people because I have it all. Like, I don't need anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just never knew it was like this.
1: Yeah. I think it's, like, our focus had just been wrong. Like, so often in our Christian culture, we get saved so that God will give us good circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like so that he'll give us good things. Yeah. And then when things don't go our way, we question God. But like that's not the point. (laughs) Like the gospel is changing us. So that no matter what happens First Peter four twelve. Yeah. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed when bad things happen to us we're not supposed to be caught off guard like god Mm. why are you doing this because he's not doing it every good and perfect gift is from him everything else it's not (laughs) like or god where are you or why aren't you like why is this happening to me did i do something wrong like no like we're promised that in this world we will have trouble but take heart because he has overcome the world so, like, the gospel is about changing us so that literally no matter what circumstance we go through, like Paul in prison, beaten, many of the disciples, giving their lives for Jesus, like, but it didn't change anything about who they were, and the world couldn't take anything away from them because the world hadn't given, like, the world hasn't given anything to us, so it can't take anything away. If we live, it's for Christ and to, to die, die is game. And it's not just, like, that's not just like something we're supposed to just like hold on to if like the apocalypse happens like that's the reality we get to live in literally now yeah in our everyday circumstances or and with the loss of a loved one or whatever it is
0: i can read what i sent you this was like a few days after my grandpa and aunt. i said we can't afford to allow our circumstances to dictate our feelings
1: wow this is a few days after yeah I said,
0: with every situation, good or bad, we will be given a quick option on how we're going to decide to deal with it. It's very much a split-second decision. Wow. One thing we know for sure is that the Bible says in First Thessalonians that in all circumstances give thanks. This doesn't eliminate what's happening, but your perspective shifts from a perspective that brings death, but to one that will bring life. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you, so right now you have everything He has. You have full access. I've had a few deaths in my family and my perspective is life-giving. I take a moment to give thanks when I start to feel bad. I take back control. So I tell you, take control. Don't settle for anything less than what Jesus has paid for. You have life and life abundantly.
1: What even? I feel like we just need to replay that five times and then end the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That is so good. That that literally has everything.
0: So now I give thanks for everything, man. Yeah. So my answer is the answer the Bible gives. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is to give thanks. Like, this is being in thanks for the truth.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this is just being, speaking truth over your life.
1: Right. What is that verse? James?
0: Girl, you know your Bible.
1: (laughs) Well, you just said it. It's James 1, 2. Yeah. Count it Um. all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds for you know the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing steadfast means firm and unwavering Wavering. the testing of our faith makes us firm and unwavering because now like now that you've been through what you've been through mm. and seen god is good like what is going to sway you like we talk about this all the time we do like what are you going <laughs> to go through where you're going to be like swayed nothing you know and this is, like, not even not even just for the big things in life, but, like, the everyday things. Like, if you feel, like, a negative attitude or, like, just bad things are happening. Small, annoying circumstances. Yeah. Like, it's just a time to give thanks. <laughs> yeah. And even even, like, with the miscarriage, that was before I had really understood freedom, but I feel like I was able to make it, like, to be okay in that. Just, it's like, it's those split-second decisions where you have to just decide to be thankful and Mm -hmm. so like i was just thankful for who god was that he was good because i didn't really know i didn't know all the answers why this happened blah 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 but i knew he was good yeah and so like Mm -hmm. whatever you know when the fiery trial comes whatever you know about to be true about god thank him for it even if it's just god i thank you that you're good and i believed that Mm -hmm. like even though my circumstance wasn't good i knew that he was good and he wasn't doing it to me yeah. And that was enough for me to be thankful for him. Yeah. So I guess what would you say to the person that is going through something and they want to believe that it's true and that God is enough, but they're not feeling that he's enough. Like reaching out because they're struggling, because they're going through something hard and they're feeling like it's defeating them. or, But like they want to believe that God is good.
0: Even if you don't believe God is sick, God is good, God is good
1: that's a word that's the you can get down or lay down god is good
0: god is good whether you believe it or not
1: yeah
0: and so but he's good <laughs> yeah you so might as well encounter it believe now. that he's good and
1: yeah how do you encounter it? you believe it
0: yeah just as much you believe red is red <laughs> yep <laughs> that's how god is good and it will produce life bearing fruit oh I didn't think it was getting an emotional.
1: Which, that's crazy. Like, the thing that brings you to tears isn't what you've been through. It's yeah. who God has proved himself to be to you.
0: Yeah.
1: That's so beautiful.
0: Stop, you're going to cry again.
1: <laughs> Would you say that's the biggest miracle in your life? Is you sp- God fathering you through that? Yeah. When you go through the hardest thing in your life, like, it's actually the... Like, how God says, he turns everything <laughs> for good. He's not lying. Like, it's actually the opportunity for the biggest miracle in your life. And it just ends up being, like, th- that is the time where you know that he's real. Because you know in yourself you had no capability to go through that circumstance and be okay. Like that it had to be a miracle. And it had to be God. Thank you for listening. Thank you for emailing feedback lately. And it's been really nice. Nice it has. Yeah. Continue it. And I feel like it helps bring people understanding. Like hearing like Mm -hmm. what questions you have can help. Other people Mm. experience freedom. Email us, newlymissionsaf at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram.
0: At Mishinsaf. And and leave us a five-star review. We're thankful for you guys. Yeah. Peace and blessings, (laughs) y'all.